1: This is 105.9 The Region. I'm Tina Cortez with On The Market, York Region's exclusive radio real estate show. My co-host and our real estate expert is Asif Khan with Remax Prime Properties. Good morning, Asif.
2: Good morning, Tina.
1: We're going to start this morning with some real estate horror stories for renters. What have you got for us? Oh, man. You know, Tina, right now it's it's pretty
2: busy time for rentals especially with students coming back and you know they're looking for properties around universities or schools and you've got to be really careful and and this is this is a story that emphasizes anyone that's looking to rent needs to use a realtor just to make sure that they're not victims of fraud and what we have is there is a place that was leased out to students and the students at the end of the year decided that uh They were heading back home, which typically happens. I mean, they sign a one-year lease, but sometimes they're not in the property the entire year because they go back home after the semester ends or the, the school year ends. And what happened was the agent decided to put out ads to lease this place out while they were gone. He had the keys, and he decided that he would lease it out, even though the original tenants were still paying monthly for the rent He leased it out to other people, and he got caught. That's fraud. He pretended he was the landlord. He was taking the money by e-transfer, and the people that uh, were found to be in the home had to be kicked out. So now they had no place to go. They were kicked out overnight uh, because they were there without consent from the landlord.
1: Wow, that sounds horrible. And obviously not much recourse for those current renters who now have to be kicked out, right? Right.
2: There really wasn't, and, you know, unfortunately, it was a family that, uh, you know, they, they had to rent, and they were in there, but the problem was they, there was zero consent from the landlord. The landlord didn't even know. The only reason we found out was because the air conditioner stopped working, and... The other agent called, pretending that the original tenants were still in the home, and asked for an air conditioning repair person to be sent out. So the landlord arranged for the air conditioning repair to take place. The technician got back to the landlord with, uh, you know, what was wrong with the air conditioning, and that's when we found out that uh, the occupants were not three students. In fact, it was a family.
1: And does the agent face charges in this case, fraud charges, I would assume? Yeah, the matter
2: has been referred to the police, and they will be conducting a fraud investigation. It'll be, de- depending on how much money this agent took in for the rent over that period of time, it'll determine what type of punishment. Is it under $5,000? Is it over $5,000? So that'll determine, uh, you know, what type of punishment he gets, uh, Unfortunately for that person, we have documentation that shows that he misrepresented himself as the landlord, and that is not going to bode well with, you know, his defense. The other thing is, because he's a licensed realtor, he will probably end up losing his license. So, you know, you really got to think, you know, why people do this, because to end your career on something like this is not really worth it at all.
1: So what is the checklist for renters when they're looking to rent a property and they think they're dealing with a legitimate agent? The
2: best thing to do is look on the Toronto MLS or, you know, have a realtor look into it for you because then you know who the owner actually is. The properties that are listed on there have been vetted by realtors. That's probably the safest bet. When you're looking on Kijiji or Craigslist or Facebook or rental sites, you don't know who the landlord is. And when we've heard so many horror stories from the Kijijis and the the Facebook marketplace about people taking deposits but not really having a, a place to live, and with students coming back, rentals are going to be tight and people are going to be scrambling and they're going to be saying, hey, I'll send you a deposit, sight unseen, I just need a place to live. That's when these people thrive, the the fraud artists thrive, because They're able to take that money without people even going into places. They can take, it's so easy to get pictures of a place off the internet these days. So you really, really need to be careful and, and make sure before you send a deposit, you know where it's going to and that you've seen the place and that you know who the landlord is. Maybe have a meeting with the landlord. That's always a great thing to do and uh, you know, just protect yourself in that matter. I, again, best thing to do, deal with the realtor, the deposit gets held by the real estate company and trust until the closing date. So that is probably the safest bet.
1: Could you also try to talk to previous renters? Is that ever possible?
2: You sure can, And but the problem there is if the fraud artist has put in that previous renter, mm. they also believe that he or she is the landlord. So, you know, obviously it's a, a good way to, if someone's been there for two or three years, it's usually safe. But if someone's only been there for a short term, they may also be victims of fraud. So it, it's really tough out there to do this on your own, especially if you're a student and you may get kicked out halfway through the semester have no place to live.
1: Oh, my goodness. So, again, one more time, you know, the specific piece of advice for those looking to rent right now?
2: i would say call a local realtor and have them vet the properties for you go in see the properties make sure you can get in if you can't get into properties that's a red flag right there if someone's telling you to e-transfer directly to them or if they're saying you know i need this much money up front before i even show you that's a red flag make sure that the deposit is being held in trust somewhere, either with a lawyer or with a real estate company, that's going to protect you in the end.
1: After the break, deposit rocket. What is it and how does it work? This is On the Market on 105.9 The Region. Stay with us.
0: Need to connect with Asif Khan from Remax Prime Properties? Call him, 416-985-Khan. That's 416-985-5426. Or email asif at thehomeshop.ca. Now, back to On the Market on 105.9 The Region.
1: On the Market is back. I'm Tina Cortez, and this is York Region's only radio real estate show. Over to my co-host Asif Khan from Remax Prime Properties with today's guest, Asif.
2: Thank you, Tina. Joining us is Naresh Vyas, Vice President of Business Development from Deposit Rocket. Deposit Rocket has been taking the industry by storm. Naresh, tell our listeners what Deposit Rocket is.
3: Thank you, Asif. Good morning, everyone. It's great to be, uh, be here. So Deposit Rocket is a new real estate innovation. It helps buyers with an instant deposit for their home purchase. And it provides an A-rated security to sellers, that's as secure as a certified check or a banker's draft. And what we do is we leverage the equity in a buyer's home, and we don't lend money, so we do this without loans or any cash advances. And it's actually more cost-effective than credit lines or bridge finance.
1: So, Naresh, could you walk us through how exactly does it work? Is this a legal way to submit a deposit?
3: Yes, um, great question. So I'm going to answer that question in two parts. The first part, how does it work? So Deposit Rocket is an irrevocable, callable, cashable guarantee that's A-rated in the form of a bond. And the bond says that the buyer will pay the deposit on closing, and it's in lieu of a certified check of a banker's draft. And it's issued by a company called Northbridge insurance company, which is one of the largest insurers in not just Canada, but also North America, that's USA. And it's owned by a company called Fairfax Financial, which is a mega, mega financial company. So it's an A-rated security. It's very, very secure. Um, And is it legal? Well, yes, of course, it's legal, because if it wasn't, we wouldn't be able to do this. Mm -hmm. Um, We've spent over a year uh, to make sure that we have Apply all the rules and regulations of real estate home buying, and we definitely have to be compliant with the regulators like Rico and the other regulators across Canada so for sure we're uh, definitely legal um, and we do we do apply um, all the regulations that we have to in fact, the regulators have actually given us a lot of positive feedback because one of the main objectives of deposit rocket is to protect the consumers and the buyers, and keep their cash safe. So that's one of the main goals.
2: Now traditionally, Nuresh, we see people use certified checks and bank drafts. How is Deposit Rocket different or similar to those? That's a great question,
3: Asa. thank you. Um, the difference here is that instead of a buyer scrambling around for higher and higher deposits of cash, um, we help them instantly by providing a deposit in lieu of a certified check or bank draft, and they simply pay the deposit along with the balance of the down payment um, when they close the property. And as most buyers are positioned cash poor, this works out great for them.
1: And how does this benefit Canadian home buyers?
3: Okay, so there's a number of reasons um, how this benefits the home buyers, and basically, very, very quickly, it's, it's a five-minute application. It's online, and if they've got the equity or they've got other forms of qualification, uh, we'll get into that later. They get approved very quickly. So the buyer doesn't now have to go to the bank. They don't have to do any negotiations for credit lines. They don't have to stress about borrowing money from friends and family. Um, as I mentioned, no credit lines, no bridge loans. Um, They don't have to liquidate any investments and and suffer breakage fees. Um, They can continue actually um, earning interest until the closing. Uh, And because we don't do any credit checks or liens on the properties, um, it actually benefits them because we uh, try and keep their credit file clean. Uh, And finally, the most important thing is that if they're unsuccessful with the first offer, they don't have to rush back to the bank and get a new uh, check fee for the next offer. They can use this as many times as they want with no extra charge until they actually are successful in the offer of buying a home.
2: So this is going to be based off someone's home equity, but, Nuresh, what if the buyer does not own a home right now?
3: So if the buyer doesn't own a home at the, moment, at the moment, we have other ways of approving the buyers. Um So the qualifications for um, getting the credit um, is very simple. They have either home equity, we can we can actually use a mortgage approval letter, so if a mortgage uh, professional has actually uh, done the financial um, application for mortgages, they've done the due diligence, we're able to approve uh, our clients or buyers if they have an, uh, a mortgage approved already. If they have cash locked up in investments such as Tesla's mutual funds, or uh, locked-in investments, we're happy to use those, um, and of course the standby bank of mom and dad, (laughs) Um, we can actually leverage um, a gift from a parent and we're able to issue a deposit rocket by having the parent also co-sign the guarantees.
1: Can deposit rocket be used by an existing homeowner to purchase an investment property perhaps?
3: Yes. um, That's an interesting question. I say that um, because the rules of having deposit rocket Guarantee is is only for um, owner occupied property. So we can use investment properties if they were a second home, such as a cottage, or a second family home where maybe the son or the daughter or the family of the the children are staying. And we're more than happy to accept um, mortgage helpers so they could rent out the basement, for example. Um, In short, To answer that question, we would actually need to look at the application, and it would be on a case-by-case basis.
1: Does that that clarify that point? It does. Thank you. Okay. Now,
2: let's turn the tables to I'm the seller. I'm being presented with a deposit rocket guarantee rather than a tangible check or bank draft that I can touch and feel and I know what it's all about. Why is deposit rocket safer for me as the seller?
3: Great question. Great question. Okay. Let's look at the facts as they are. York Region home prices have shot up, and deposits required now have become very, very huge. Uh, you're in the business, and you, you face this every single day. Um, for a seller, they want something that's going to be secure. It's going to be a binding contract. And how deposit helps is, one, we're as secure as a certified check because, um a bank drop or a certified check issued by uh, a bank is an A-rated security, and we have an A-rated security in the form of a deposit rocket. So for a, a seller, they're looking at three things. One, um, we have to follow the same rules that the uh, real estate brokers have to follow. So as far as uh, legality and security is concerned, we're, we're basically in the same boat as them. Um, for a buyer default or a buyer remorse, we actually provide more security. Let me give you an example. When a deposit rocket is issued, it's issued by the buyer or it's issued on behalf of the buyer for the seller, and there is no going back. It's an irrevocable, callable guarantee. That means that if the buyer changes their mind, the seller would still have the security of having that deposit, and if they'd accepted the, 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 the offer and it's been signed back and firmed up, then that is a legal obligation. So if there's any buyer defaults, Deposit Rocket will cover that that deposit. The other thing for a buyer, and this is happening more and more frequently, and I'm sure you've heard of this as well, there are a number of fraudulent certified checks and bank drafts that are floating about, as well as fraudulent bank transfers. And in that case, um, if there's such a fraudulent of deposit, then uh, we're definitely a lot more secure for the seller than, uh, than a fraudulent uh, bank transfer.
1: Okay, so staying along those lines, if that deal goes south prior to closing, who gets the money?
3: If the deal goes south prior to closing, mm-hmm. then we will have to wait for the closing. The deposit holder, that would be the listing broker in Ontario. It's different in D.C., but the, the listing broker will take directions from the seller and we take 100% direction from the listing broker. They are the deposit holders, so we have to take um, the directions from them. They have total control of the deposit rocket, and the options for um, for the sellers are, one, a mutual or partial consent, so they would actually sign a waiver to let the buyer off the hook if, you know, there's a death in the family or something happens, which is, you know, a tragic situation they would be able to have um, mutual or partial consent. But in case of default, the responsibility is still on the buyer to perform their part of the deal, which is to follow through. And if they don't, then Deposit Rocket will step in. Uh, We would step in and have the same rules that apply to a a certified check that is placed in a trust account. So the uh, listing broker would provide us with the documentation. And once the... um, paperwork has been filed by the claim. Um, We make a payment in three days. Normally, the payment's made in two days, but uh, we just take three days to give us an extra day.
2: What are the fees for buyers and sellers before we let you go, and then where can people find more information about this?
3: Great question. Okay, so as I mentioned to you, it's a very quick online process. Let me give you a quick example. Now, York Region being um, very, very sort of, um, I wouldn't say it's the most high end, but but as if you know, the prices here are are going up very, very fast. So the average deposit for a million-dollar property would be, let's say, $50,000. That's 5%. And the average time period for a deal would be normally 90 days. That's three months. So for a three-month $50,000 deposit, the actual premium is only nine hundred dollars so when we say it's cost-effective, it really is cost-effective. Um, so a $900 for the premium. There is $150 policy fee and a $12 tax. So we're looking at just over $1,000. bucks. we are looking at about, um, about $1,062 to be exact. And that gives the buyer a $50,000 deposit for three months. Now, if they're unsuccessful, they can use that deposit rocket by simply changing the address and the listing broker, as many times as they need to, to find a successful deal at no extra cost.
2: That's awesome, Nuresh. You know what, it's, uh, it really is. If you think about it, for $1,000 and you don't have to touch your equity or your cash or affect your cash flow, it's, Deposit Rock is going to be a blast if we can think of that. Um, thank you for joining us. If people want more information, where can they find it?
3: Well, let me first thank you both for having me on the show, um, and it's great because uh, the listeners, I'm sure, will be um, very interested in this. Um, they can check more information on our website, uh, www.depositrocket.ca, and um, if there's a chatbot, they can get messages for me or one of my team. Uh, someone will always call them back very, very quickly and uh, hopefully answer any questions that they may have. Thanks, Naresh. Thank you. I appreciate your time.
1: When we come back, your questions and the hot listing. This is On the Market on 105.9 The Region. Stay with us.
0: Need to connect with Asif Khan from REMAX Prime Properties? Call him, 416-985-Khan. That's 416-985-5426. Or email asif at thehomeshop.ca. Now, back to On the Market on 105.9 The Region.
1: Welcome back to On the Market, York Region's exclusive radio real estate show on 105.9 The Region. Time now for our listener questions, and both questions this week are about the condo market. Our first question comes from Carly in Markham. She wants to know if you could provide an update on the condo market along Highway 7 near the planned site for the new York University campus. Asif? That's a great question, and and that site is actually, or that area,
2: is very much in demand right now because even investors are looking at that to say this is going to be great for student rentals. So now we're starting to see a lot of people flock in uh, from around the GTA to purchase properties in downtown Markham, and the prices there are still relatively cheap considering You've got a lot of, uh, you know, different opportunities around the city of Toronto and out, uh, other parts of York Region. But downtown Markham, if you compare prices, you're still relatively cheap compared to those other opportunities. So there's a lot of upside. The rents have gone up. I remember downtown Markham, I was renting properties out for thirteen dollars to $1,400 a month for a one plus one. And now those same properties are going for about 2100 And when New York University gets there, the rents are going to skyrocket. So it's a great opportunity to own in there. The area is really developing with restaurant entertainment. And it's going to be uh, just a fantastic place for homeowners to build equity and also for people that are renting it out to make some money.
1: And for anyone who isn't familiar with the area, where specifically on Highway 7, where exactly is downtown Markham, as you refer to?
2: So it goes from, it's, it's along a street called Enterprise Drive. It's just south of Highway 7. So if you take the corridor between Highway 7 and Enterprise Drive, which is just north of 407, and you go from Warden over to Kennedy, that entire area is downtown Markham.
1: And what size of condos are we looking at in, in that area? Are they all, you know, the, the smaller condos, are they a one plus one?
2: The 1 1s are the ones that are in most demand, and they're between six and 700 square feet. So, again, larger than what you would find downtown. Uh, you're looking around the five fifty dollars to $600,000 mark, which is very affordable. And rental-wise, again, you're getting $2,100, $2,200, $2,000 even for a smaller one. You typically have a parking spot with those, so it's a great opportunity for anyone looking to be
1: in that area. Our next question is from Stefan in Maple. He is hoping for an update on the downtown condo market. What is the average price for a new build and an older building? Asif?
2: So the uh, new builds, Stefan, they're uh, relatively priced around $1,800 a square foot. Uh, they're starting to creep up now. There's some builders that are pushing the $2,000 per square foot mark, and you're gonna start to see that become the norm very soon. So if you can find a, a deal around the $1,500, 1600 1700 you gotta jump on that right away, because those really will be deals when you look at the market in the next little while. The condo market downtown went through a bit of a lull, But it has started to rebound now, and with students coming back, with people getting back to work in their office space downtown, you're starting to see the rental market really take off down there, and also any remaining inventory is being scooped up quick.
1: As a reminder, you can send your questions anytime to info at 1059theregion.com. But Asif, if our listeners want to connect with you directly, how can they do that?
2: They can call me at 416-985-CON. That's
1: 416-985-5426. Time now for the on-the-market hot listing. This week, we head to Aurora. Asif. Awesome.
2: We've got a spectacular semi-detached home, Tina, in the Bayview and Wellington area. Really high-demand area. Just surrounded by great schools, all the amenities, great plaza, shopping, theaters, And this home is going to be listed at $899,000. It's a three bedroom, semi detached home, not a townhouse for $899. It's a semi detached for $899. It's a premium lot overlooking the pond. It's just a fabulous little pocket in Aurora and has a finished basement, and the backyard is just amazing. Gorgeous deck with a gazebo. Just a spectacular place to unwind after a long day.
1: All right. Well, you've described it beautifully, but if our listeners maybe want a virtual tour and take a look, where can they find that?
2: So this is coming soon. This will be on the market uh, in the next day or so, and they can find all the information they want at homesearchpros.com or remaxprimeproperties.ca.
1: That's our show for this week. If you missed any part of On the Market, go to 1059theregion.com. Thanks for listening.